Hey there, hey, and welcome to the pod. Today is Monday, December 27th, 2021. Christmas is over. It was this past Saturday, and it was such an amazing thrill, as it always is. Um, I really do think that the holiday comes and it goes far too quickly while we're in the mix of it. Sometimes I think we lose sight of the fact that it comes and it goes ridiculously fast. But I'm I'm grateful for the fact that I get to be a part of the joy and the celebration and the happiness of what Christmas is. Um, it's been difficult with COVID and everything. It's definitely made it a little stranger. But, you know, family always makes everything feel normal. So, um, as always, we have an amazing family and um, we got to spend time with all of them. And um, it was a lot of fun. Um, Back to work, back to the normal, getting ready for New Year's Eve, getting ready for 2022, you know, just enjoying this time, enjoying whatever is going to be next on this journey of life that we're living together. So as we get into our conversation, um, I hope that you had an amazing holiday. I hope you had an amazing Christmas. I hope you got to spend time with people that you love, whether it's your parents, your brother, your sister, your your better half, someone that's special friends if you don't have family hopefully you found family and friends or you found family and something else and someone else Um, I'm hoping that everybody got a little of something that they wanted for Christmas I know shipping was a pain in the tuchus this year especially with inflation and everything that's going on with issues with things being delivered correctly but I do hope that you got whatever you wanted for Christmas this year staggering off from that part of the conversation let's jump right into our favorite part of the conversation no many allowed no many allowed no many allowed because they lie to us they lie to us anyway so what has happened in politics let's see build back better didn't pass because mansion said no thank god he said no okay the idea that they wanted to create legislation to pack to pass something that would help out people with a tax credit who that don't pay taxes. I've been saying that for weeks, if not months. Why? And I did say to you in a couple of podcasts, it's likely this isn't going to pass. I'm just so glad it didn't pass. Now, Democrats and Biden and these progressive lunatics will say, oh, we're going to try to discuss this with Manson to see what he doesn't want. I'm hoping Manson says, um, delete the tax credit thing. That can just be done. They're already doing it now. So the fact that you want to increase it for more years, how about we don't do that? They're acting as if they didn't already pass legislation for them to get the tax credit now. So you want to extend that? Why? I'm so glad that Biden decided to extend the student loan forgiveness because I've been harping and complaining about that for weeks. Just the idea, COVID isn't over. We're still in a pandemic. Are you really going to not help out the millennial middle class or are you not going to help out college graduates? Are you not going to help out people that are just going into like careers? They're just starting in an entry level position. Are you not going to help them? Are you just going to leave us to the wolves? Like if the government is claiming they want to be a part of the solution, the solution can't be to not help the people. The people that help the country run, those people, 
because I'm not talking about people that are trying to get a tax credit who don't pay taxes. I'm talking about the people that do pay taxes. I'm talking about the people that incur the debt, take on the responsibility, do everything they're supposed to do so they can go to work, so they can be a part of the change and the difference. That's what I'm talking about. So the Democrats were able to get a hold of Biden. Chuck Schumer was able to, I guess, rattle off at him and say, hey, man, like we're going for reelect, like people are going for reelections and you need to extend this. Hopefully they extend it beyond May. Uh, I would hope that they would extend it into the end of next year, just like they have done continuously. Trump was fully aware of that. You know, and I hope Biden stays cognizant of the fact that how can you expect people to pay for that when they're just trying to get by month by month? I'm not talking about people that make $100,000 a year. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people that don't make $50,000. People that make 50 and under. That's what I'm talking about. So there needs to be a better plan for that. And to do that, Someone has to be responsible. And the person that should be responsible, well, one, is the person that's incurring the debt, but two, also the government. If, if Biden has the power to just, with a pen, write off trillions of dollars for people that really need help, why can't he do that? And we should be asking ourselves those questions every day. If he's really listening to progressives or the the crew or the group or the squad or whatever you want to call them that are harpering that he needs to help people with tax credits. We're the people that are harpering and fighting for someone that's a college graduate or something. Where's that? Isn't that a great question? Anywhere? Who knows? Um, but outside of the fact that Build Back Better is dead, I keep seeing like articles and I keep getting emails. Like I get Axios, like I, I get a lot of the, um, newsletters from Axios and I keep seeing headlines where they're talking about reintroducing Build Back Better. I don't know how they're going to reintroduce Build Back Better in 2022 where anyone's going to care about it. Just like I don't understand this whole January 6th plot where they're having someone discuss that over a year, a, a year has gone by. Why are we still talking about that? Having these detailed conversations about a year isn't going to help anything current. Like we're talking about the past in a way that doesn't help the current. Maybe they should have the conversation so that maybe it doesn't happen again. And people know not to do insane things like that because it's not okay. But outside of that part of the conversation, what conversation are we having about what people did something a year ago? People don't even realize what they did five minutes ago, let alone five days ago, five minutes ago, five weeks ago, five years ago. Are you kidding me? What are we talking about? Like, like I keep saying, we need to hold these people accountable. 
I'm so happy Manchin was like, no, I'm glad they can't buy his vote. I hope that he continues to ask these morons questions and he doesn't change his mind because I don't know what they can give to him that would make him just be like, okay, I'm not seeing that. So as we go into 2022, I'm very grateful that Biden decided to extend the student loan forgiveness. As we go into 2022, if he wants to extend giving people more money for food stamps, I don't see the harm in that, especially for families or people that really need that to eat. There's there's elderly that needs that. There's disabled people that need it. And there's seriously people that need food stamps to survive. I'm okay with that. As far as people that are only claiming they can work for a week to get taxes from people so they can get taxes from their kids, I'm not okay with that. They need to hunker down on that and they need to hold these women and men accountable. That You shouldn't be able to play the system like that while other people that have kids can't do that. That's not okay. Can we stop trying to punish the 1%? You know, those people that barely made it over the little bit of a hump that exists. Why can't people make a a certain amount of money and not be criticized? Can we stop doing that? Can we? Like, it's not all the corporation's fault. The issues with the United States of America is the government. They want to be involved in anything, and they're not holding Mark Zuckerberg accountable for anything. All the kids that are on Facebook. Like, I don't miss Facebook. Like, I don't miss it. I don't miss Instagram. I don't miss needing the attention. I occasionally will post a picture on there or promote health or whatever. But outside of that, I don't need anyone's approval for anything. And it's sad to think I ever did. It's sad to think that I I ever was on Facebook scrolling. Like, what is that? I'm never doing it again. So, in Twitter, there's a conversation like... Why are people tweeting each other getting upset and aggravated? Like, stop. Like, like I remember listening to TYT and listening to Anna Kasparian talk about, like, the she had to be on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't. Like, you think you need to be on Twitter because you're a news station or you're... But it sounds like propaganda, Does it not? I think it does. Like, claiming you need to be on a news station for what? Why do you have to go on Twitter? Why do you have to respond to people? Why do you always have to have a conversation? Why are you, like, talking to these, like, robots? What does talking to robots on Twitter solve, actually? And why are you having discussions with people on Facebook Messenger? Like, you know how you can avoid problems Don't react to them. Seriously, don't react to them. Instead of reacting to them. Because that doesn't help anybody. Especially yourself. It just gets you aggravated and irritated. Are the politicians holding the social media giant royalty men accountable or women? No. They're in cahoots with them. Duh. Like... 
And I know you're probably like, oh, you spend all this time talking about politics every day, star, but it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference, but maybe it will make a difference if I continue to talk about it every day and I continue to tell you things about media, how they're hypocritical, how they're trying to gain a click out of you and they're trying to control your your thinking. You have to detach yourself from that. It's all lunacy. Actually, take a step back with me, okay? Take a step back. Both of your feet, whether you've got socks, house shoes on, fuzzy socks, boots, flip-flops, whatever you're wearing, wherever you are, whatever the weather is right now, stand up and take a step back. Now look. Look at all the media platforms. How do they succeed? By lying. Right? Do you actually think the news is that bad every day? Probably not. Do they ever talk about Darren, the firefighter that got Missy the kitty out of the tree from Miss Landry's house in uh, a town off of Philly? Do you ever hear that story? Do you ever hear about Shelly who was stuck in the subway and Chandra got her leg out before the subway hit her? Do you ever hear that story? No. Do you ever hear about Miss Penelope? who's been volunteering at the library in town for the last 15 years, and they finally decided to give her a job. Not only give her a job, but promote her to one of the highest librarians at the library because she's been working with generations of people, kids, adults, and family members throughout the community for 15 to 20 years. Do they talk about that? Do they talk about the success of minorities, real success of minorities, whether it be through a restaurant, whether it be through movies, whether it be through fashion, whether it be through sports? Do they actually have these conversations about positive things on the media? It's so hypocritical and it's just, it's just to get you to click it. It's just like clickbait on YouTube. And I used to sit there and listen to videos from Meet Kevin and a bunch of other people trying to give me advice about stocks and all this crap. Dude, Meet Kevin might have figured it out, but he don't care about me, really. No, he just wants somebody to click on his videos so he can get the revenue from that. It's about revenue. And guess what? The click and the bait is you and me, man. It's just so ridiculous and insane that we would think propaganda is reality, but they're very good at convincing us. They spend hours. They have people that go after people and suck them in. I got caught up in TYT. I was on all their messaging platforms. I was sending messages, listening to them, listening to them on the weekend. I'm not saying it's it's a it's not a good thing to be involved and be a member of things, but I did it based off of propaganda. I got caught up with that because of the whole George Floyd thing, and they just they're saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. It's either about a white militia group, some police officer hurt a black person, or they're talking about a minority, or they're talking about the healthcare system. 
And then they want to go after celebrities. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. And then they, they hype up Tucker Carlson and they want to plot against him. And it's not just TYT that does it. Um, it's not. Crooked Media, Pod Save America, Pod Save the World, that group does it too. And all the other Democratic groups does it. Uh, NBC does it. ABC does it. Um MSNBC does it. They have these detailed conversations where they're they're still talking about Trump. He's not the president. But it's all they have. I just I just think we need to be careful, okay? As we go into 2022, we need to be more fully aware of what they're doing and we have to have our our goggles on and our ears wide open so we can hear and see them in the water. Because the alarm is sounding. Wake up. As we get overtaxed in the United States of America and the things that that our tax money is actually supposed to go to to help us isn't happening. We need to be questioning them. Questioning them in a way where they can't lie and get away with it. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Questioning them in a way where they don't get to continue this. So, I'm ready if you are. To go ahead with 2022 within a week's time and call them out any opportunity I get. I'm also daring you to not be okay with anything because you deserve the best. We all do, regardless if you live in the United States of America or Istanbul or you live in Pakistan or wherever you live. And while I disagree with what other people do from different places, do it what do what you do. That's none of my business. But still, I dare you to be eyes wide open. Next part of our conversation on this wonderful Monday. Thank you for tuning in to No Media Loud, No Media Loud, No Media Loud. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. When do we take down our Christmas trees? I don't know. I typically leave mine up to like Valentine's Day. And I know you're thinking, what? Yes, I do do that. I love Christmas and I don't want to take it down. It means a lot to me and it's fun and I love the lights on the Christmas tree. So I'm probably going to leave mine up to like the end of January and then finally take it down. It doesn't take a lot to take it down. Like it doesn't take a lot to put it back up. But it really means a lot to me that it is there. Therefore, we'll see what happens. But I say take your time taking down your Christmas tree. Maybe wait till you put all the Christmas presents away. Maybe wait till you've got a free time on the weekend. This isn't a weeknight activity. I would do this on a weekend, probably like a Sunday, maybe earlier in the day when you have time. I'm not saying take the tree down two days after Christmas. No, don't do that. No, no, that 
Don't don't feel like you have to rush that. Take your time, okay? Because Christmas only comes one time a year and it takes an entire 12 months to, to come back. Like, when we buy a house or a condo, I'm going to be one of those people that leave the lights up all year long because I'm not going to want to take them down. And I know you're thinking, what? Yeah, I'm totally going to be that person. And I don't care. This makes our lives easier. Um, I know it sounds really funny and hunky-dory, but I'm still going to do it and I don't care. Um, leave your Christmas tree up at least until the middle of January and don't take it down to like a weekend day. If you want to make that an activity to do on Saturday while you're baking some cookies and watching some movies on uh, Hallmark Mystery Channel, okay. If you want to do that on a Sunday while you're watching some sort of a game, hopefully it'll be hockey because it will return from this COVID nightmare. Who knows? Um, but don't rush it. Next part of our conversation, just because the holiday is over doesn't mean that the joy has to leave. Many of us harper off of the joy from the Christmas season. And I know it's just not me, but it's many others. I understand that. But just because Christmas is over doesn't mean we still can't have the joy of Christmas outside of Christmas. I think sometimes I get so caught up in the idea of Christmas that I lose sight that I can be this happy and childlike and just grateful all year long. It doesn't just have to be on December 25th or the week of Christmas or the week before. It doesn't just have to be in November and December. It can be all year round. So I'm really going to make it a thing for myself to be more happy, to be happier, and to spread the joy to everyone. Not just my family, but other people, even just strangers, just telling jokes, being funny, you know, continuing who I am, like letting that light the way, not only for me, but for everyone else. You know, sometimes opening the door for someone or putting a smile on someone's face who might not be in the best of the moods, it can really make their day. So I dare you to be that person. Be that person with me. Take the joy of Christmas. And light up January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, and November too. Because we can do it together. The joy of Christmas can be on January 1st. Or January 2nd. Or January 17th. Or January 20th. Or, or June 32nd, 31st. Or July 17th. The, the joy of Christmas can be all year round. So I dare you to use your joy outside of just December 25th. And use it every other day outside of that, too. Next part of our conversation. Updating your wardrobe can seem like a nightmare when you've got pants from, I don't know, when you were in college. But when are you ever going to wear those again? I discovered I don't really like jeans. Like, I like them, but I got rid of all of them because the ones I had didn't fit correctly and there was no point in keeping them. And it was just very awkward. I don't know. It just felt weird. So I discovered some things had to go. And I ordered new shoes. I ordered new boots. I told you I really um, 
got an amazing deal for the Black Friday deal. I ordered new boots. I ordered new food, shoes from Just Fab. I updated my shoe wardrobe and I threw out a lot of shoes. I got some new sweaters. My mom ended up giving me new sweaters and things. So I went through the walk-in closet and I got rid of a lot of stuff that I didn't need. It was just there and it was just a matter of, when am I ever going to wear this? Why do I need this? Am I going to wear it? And instead of me thinking of ways to keep things, I just got rid of it. Like holding on to things from years ago because you feel like it's necessary not to let things go can be detrimental to your future. And I don't want to be like a hoarder. I will throw things out. I'm, I don't care. Like for the kitchen, I buy things that I know I'm going to use. Like I bought a KitchenAid, but not only can I use that as a stand mixer, I can use it as a spiralizer. I can use it to make juice with it. There's attachments you can add on to it so you can do multiple things with it. So you can bake a cake. You can spiralize some zucchini noodles. You can make your own pasta sauce. There's so much you can do with that. That's why I bought that. That's an investment for me. The new toaster oven air fryer that I bought, you can put a pizza in there. You can put french fries in there. You can make burgers. You can make pork chops. You can sky's the limit with that thing. Um, I bought an ice cream machine because I don't want to consume as much dairy so I can make it myself. And I know you're thinking, why did you buy an ice cream machine? I bought these things specifically for what they're supposed to be for. I bought a quesadilla maker. So when it's Mexican Tuesday, we can just make quesadillas. You just throw a shell on the bottom, stuff all the things in, boom, done. Like, I bought these things because I'm going to use them. But for the things that I don't use that are there, I got rid of them because I didn't need them anymore. When it comes to clothes, like, I like to shop at Savers. I like... The deals that they have in there, especially when it comes to like sweaters and things like that. I love going in there for sweaters and and like shirts, maybe not pants. I'm stay away from pants in there. But the sweaters and the shirts and the tank tops and the dresses, they have such an array of different things in there. They also have a lot of great houseware things like furniture and rugs and things like that. And they have amazing clothes for kids as well. Like Carter, my nephew, has gotten so many amazing things out of there. And he's just a kid. He just wants to roll around and do kid things. So, like, spending a ridiculous amount of money on clothes for kids, it's not really that bright. But, like, you know, so this is preparation. So when I have kids, I know where I'm going shopping for them. It's likely going to be savers. And I know you're thinking, savers? Why? Like, I'm staying with what I'm saying. If we're going to live in a community, in a nation in a world where we're actually concerned about climate change and we're actually concerned about the world surviving and us surviving with it we have to make decisions that are going to help us succeed with that reusing clothes is like reusing any item and what's wrong with that sure it's nice to buy new things but why can't you buy used things too does everything have to come with a shiny bow on it no And I love that my mom has instilled in me how to shop at Savers and how to shop at the thrift store and how to shop at Goodwill and how to make friends with the people that work in there. And I know that it's going to be so amazing for my future, for for me to teach the same things my mom has taught me to my children as well. And I'm just grateful that I've learned the things I've learned. And I... I will never go to a furniture store and spend a million dollars on a sofa. For what? I could go and 
the thrift store and tried all the couches and maybe spend like 200 bucks on something that costs like 5,000. Like there's things I'm not doing. Like I'm not going to Bob's furniture. I'm going to the thrift store. And you're thinking what? Yeah. Thrifting is a thing. It is a thing. And I like it and it works out very well for me. So I'm not gonna lie, but getting rid of things can be difficult. But you got to do it. You got to rip off the band-aid. You got to go in that closet. You got to pull things off the hanger. You got to shove them in a bag and you got to get rid of it. Maybe you can donate it if it's of decent quality, but maybe you just throw it out because you don't need it anymore. Get rid of things you don't need. We can do it together. I dare you. Next part of our conversation. A clean closet is a happy closet. That coincides with what I just said. You need to get rid of things in your closet so it doesn't become a nightmare. Now, it can be difficult when seasons are changing. Like, I live in a place where the seasons always change. So, it's summer, it's winter, it's spring, it's fall, blah, 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 blah. You got coats, you got flip-flops, I got bins for all of it. Granted, maybe I should redo the closet over, but for now, I think it's fine. I mean, it's, it's working out, I guess. We'll see what's next. Um, I'd say take some time every couple weeks, go through your closet, make sure it's not messy, make sure you're getting rid of things you know you're not going to wear, and don't think about it. Just do it. This way, you're keeping clean for yourself, and you're keeping clean for your house at the same time. So do that. Next part of our conversation. The new season of Lost in Space. I haven't watched it yet, but I did finish that show about the water what is the name of that show that i just finished watching Uh, it wasn't riverdale it was trying to remember the name of it so give me a moment so i can find it outer banks i finally finished outer banks not only did i finish outer banks but i did finish riverdale currently catching up on the latest season of lock and key which is pretty good so don't be judgy try it before you deny it um i watched the first season when it originally aired and it's pretty good and um i can't say anything bad about it honestly um Definitely, you know, it's on the list of things to look at. You know, it definitely is. I definitely think you'll like it. And I definitely think it will be something that you'll want to start from the beginning and end with. I also have to finish, start and finish the new season of Legacies, which will be next. And after that, I don't know what I'm going to watch. There's so many things I want to look at. Um, But I watch shows by myself and I watch things with Skip. While we're talking about movies, can I just say that that latest Matrix that they came out with that I was fortunate enough to be able to watch to on HBO Max. Incredible. Incredible. I'm not going to go into it. But before you watch that movie, you might want to start with the first one. Just so you have more familiarity with the characters and the storyline of it. So you can get familiarized with that before you go into the fourth one. It's so good. 
it had a little bit of comedy and it was just everything I could have asked for in in a matrix with Keon Reeves. Like uh and you know I love Matrix. I've watched it I don't know how many times. That movie, that series is one of the best sci-fi series to ever exist ever. And truly amazing. So I dare you. Do it. Watch Matrix and you're going to fall in love just like I did. All right, moving on to the next part of our conversation. Why do bad guys get it easy in movies? I feel like in a lot of movies I watch, whether it be on Hallmark movie channel or any other movie, it feels like the bad guys don't actually get in trouble. Maybe that's relatable to reality. Sometimes I feel like that in real life. But it feels like the bad guys don't get in trouble. It feels like they just get to do whatever they want. And I don't know. It's it's kind of irritating. Like they do something bad. And they don't actually have like... Nothing bad happens to them. They get away with it. There aren't any hard... like circumstances for them to experience they don't have any like bad outcome and I'm not talking about like Marvel or DC I'm talking about like like real movies we saw this movie called River Wind on Netflix and that was so fulfilling. I like it at the end of movies when people get payback and retribution. And if somebody they love died, they get to go kill the other person's family. I like that. That's so fulfilling in a movie. Waiting to see what's going to happen and then nothing happens. It's just like, what is this? And sometimes in movies where nothing happens to the bad guy, it feels like so there's no justice. And granted, there isn't really justice so maybe that's why they make the movies like that and the bad guys get away with stuff and we're just sitting here like really is that really the end um I feel like they do that on Lifetime Movie Network but I can't tell you the last time I watched a movie on there and I'm not gonna tell you I'm ever going to watch a movie on there can't stand it can't stand really network tv at all honestly the only channel I watch outside of uh hot life hallmark movie channel is i like nickelodeon because i like spongebob and food network and hgtv and fyi and a and e and amc that's like five or six or seven i think that's it but yeah i don't know man don't know i feel like who knows Next part of our conversation, when a story goes off course, forget it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, if you're going to give the background of a character and then you're going to tiptoe around, you're going to jump from, like, scene to scene and, like, storyline to storyline, you're going to lose your viewer. Because can it just be one thing at a time? Maybe you could spread that out and you could do multiple versions of something versus trying to shove everything in at once. That is not cool can we stop doing that like like the sopranos movie oh my god they did that in that movie and it was just like why they need to stop 
Like, they, they can't, like, put an entire series of a good show and a movie for an hour in 37 minutes. How are you going to justify it? Just like what they did at the end of Game of Thrones. It Sometimes it feels like they just don't want to continue, so they just try to shove everything in, and it leaves you just like, what am I looking at? Stop doing that, okay? Stop. HBO, Showtime, all these other places that are producing these things, don't do that to the viewer because you're turning us off and then we're just like, eh, next. And I'm still upset that AMC, I mean that Amazon is trying to compare Will of Time to Game of Thrones. Please stop. Please don't do that. It, it's not the same at all. It's not. Let's just not do it. Let's not let's not go there. Let's just stop, okay? Let's not do that. Let's not do it to ourselves and let's not do it to the other people looking at it. Like me and Skip and everybody else. <sighs> Next part of our conversation. What wine is the best wine? I don't know. I kind of like Chardonnay. I kind of like um white wines. Um Red wines are good, too. It depends on the occasion. What are we celebrating? For New Year's Eve, I like to have white wine, but I'm not opposed to anything. I really drink anything. I was considering doing um, some sort of wine collection. Like, you order all these different flavored wines, and they send it to you, and you get to try out different flavors. I don't know how that would work out. That would be something you would have to investigate and do a lot of hard work on to figure out something. I mean... Do you just go to, like, a grocery store and pick out a wine? Or do you go to, like, a liquor store and pick out a wine? I don't know. I really haven't spent a lot of time investigating that and doing it myself. So that would have to be something I'd look into. But it does sound interesting. I guess we'll see what happens. To wine or not to wine. I'm a white wine person. But I'll drink the other one. Next part of our conversation. Are there any new SodaStream flavors? There seems to be a lot going on with SodaStream. Um, it's really cool to see that commercial with um, uh, Snoop Dogg and the Turtle. They're really promoting the SodaStreams. I already got everyone in our family a SodaStream, so there's that. Um, I love the SodaStream. Um, I loved it when I got it, and I still love it now. Um, it's just so easy to use. Not only can you make soda with it, but you can make carbonated water. You can do so many things with it. I'm really going to start putting like, um, cucumbers and lemons and limes and rosemary and a bunch of different mint flavors and things and making like, you know, detox waters and waters that have more flavor to them. And I don't think I'd be able to do that without the soda stream. Like that's a big part of this. So we'll see what happens. Next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that I love Soda Stream, where to find the best popcorn machine? Now I've been to Target. There's a $24.99. I'm gonna end up buying that because I ordered one from Macy's and they decided not to deliver it to me. It was a Bella and it was only $9.99 and I copped it at the Black Friday sale and Macy's decided to not send it to me. I was really excited about it. It was pink and it was beautiful and I didn't get it and I wanna cry sad but um i'm just gonna end up buying one from target probably or just amazon or something 
Um, maybe I'll do Amazon so I have to drive to the store. And I know you're thinking, you don't want to drive to a store? No, bro, I live in the Northeast, and if I don't have to drive, I don't want to. Like, the only reason I go to the mall or whatever is if I actually need something. And I'm going to need sneakers since there was an accident with my sneakers. And I'm going to have to go get sneakers, too, at some point. But when it comes to a popcorn machine, I feel like you need to watch videos on YouTube. And you need to have a conversation with people that you know that have a popcorn machine. So you can get the popcorn machine. The best version. I'm going to buy the kernels and different flavors to pop on Amazon. But... I was really upset about that popcorn machine, but I guess I'll just find another one. I guess there, I could always look at Walmart and Target and, you know, all these other stores. There's always Wayfair, just what I need, and all these other places, too. Like, there's always Bed Bath & Beyond, or not Bed Bath & Beyond, um, what is it? Um, is it Bed Bath & Beyond? I think it is. I was confusing that with Bath & Body Works. Oops. Um... I think they're everywhere, really. I haven't found one I really like on Amazon yet, so I think I'm going to stay away from that, but I think I'll be fine. I'm just going to have to really investigate this or talk to my mom about it. We'll see what happens. Um, anyways, that is the end of our podcast on this wonderful Monday. Hopefully, you're popping popcorn wherever you are, and I know you're thinking, I've already told you about all the things I have in my house, right? I have a quesadilla maker. I have a... a a KitchenAid, I have a ice cream machine, I have a, um, I got that new um, coffee maker that makes espressos and lattes, and I have a Keurig, and I have a KitchenAid blender, and I have different versions of blenders, and I have infusers, and I have all these devices and all these things in my kitchen or my pantry. And I know you're wondering, like, what do you need all this for? I really want to become a home chef. I want to make all my food from scratch. I'm even going to buy a bread machine because I know all the bad things that go into real bread. So I want to make my own. I'm trying to live differently in a way that I don't want to eat bad things in a way where I'm cooking. So I'm prepared when I have my own children and they learn to live and operate this way too. I grew up in a household where my mom made food and I didn't eat fast food. I think I adapted that as I got older and I got into college or whatever. And I mean, the only time we would have fast food would be like occasionally, maybe once a month. But outside of that, it was at home. Like my mom would make lasagna, she would make mac and cheese, she would make chicken, make meatloaf. And like, that's what we ate. Like, my dad would make um, noodles, or he would make crab cakes for breakfast, and we would have pasta, tuna pasta, and, like, we didn't eat fast food like that. Maybe, like, on the weekend, my dad would order pizza, but he would also make pizza. Like, I didn't grow up in a household where all we did was consume fast food, and so I have to stop. Like, I got really carried away. I think at some point, and I started being lazy. So I'm trying to do better. I'm, I'm really trying to do better for myself and for everybody else that I'm around. So I know I brought up all these different utensils that I have, including me wanting to get that popcorn machine. But just bear in mind, 
when you can pop your own popcorn, you can make as much of it or as little of it as you want, and you can make it whatever flavor you want. And no one can stop you from making that bowl as big as you want it to be. And it's also a way to invite family and friends over and have a wonderful movie night. To be able to make your own pizza in your oven, in your smart your smart stove. To do it yourself. To get a pizza maker. To invite somebody over and make the pizza with a pizza maker. To, to get a pizza stone. Like, these small little things that you can put in your kitchen can be an addition to make your family even more amazing. So I dare you to find something to inspire your own Christmas. Anyways, I've talked way too much today, but I hope you had a wonderful holiday. And I will see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Thank you for giving me a break away. I um, really, really, really enjoyed my few days off that I had last week before Christmas. And... um, I'm looking forward to 2022 and whatever that brings with it. So I'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye! And don't forget you are a star wherever you are. The world might try to tell you that you can't do something, but I'm here to tell you you can. Embrace everything, all the lessons, all the difficulty, all the triumphs, everything you've ever been through. Embrace it and wear it like armor. And know that you can do anything. I dare you to be the best version of yourself. Look in that mirror, whether you're in the bathroom, on your phone, in your bedroom, in your car, and love who you are. This is just the beginning of something even better than what you can see now. There's only one way to the top. If you chase the stars, chase them with me. Don't forget who you are. I'll see you tomorrow, stars, okay? Thank you for tuning in, wherever you are, whatever time it is, and I will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Bye.